You are now entering the family room. What's up? What's up? What's up, fam? This is your boy, Andre Hill, a.k.a. Dre Day, uh, here with my lovely host, co-host, and sister. What's your name? Emily. <laughs> <laughs> and we do. We do. We have an expert subject matter on financial literacy today. Uh, Carlos, introduce yourself, brother. Hello, 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 fam. It's great to be here in the family room today. Indeed. I'm Carlos McCain. Indeed, 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 indeed. So, 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 why don't you start with a little bit of background on yourself, brother? I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> We're going to get right into it. All right, good deal. Yeah, I'm Carlos McCain. Like uh, Emily said, I'm the owner of DCRG right now. Um, it's funny how I got into the financial services industry, but you know, a little bit of a background about me. I was actually born and raised in North Carolina. Youngest of six. North Cackalacky. Right. North Cackalacky, right? right, right, right. <laughs> I didn't know you were from the South. I thought you were from yes. Connecticut or something. That's the real South. Gotcha. That real gotcha. South. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so boy, in the, like I said, the youngest of six, five boys, one girl. Okay. And uh, two parents, both working hard all the time, every day. So I was at home pretty much a lot by myself. So mm-hmm. outdoors, running, playing gotcha. sports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fell in love with football. Okay. <laughs> all right. Came my baby. And actually... You know, I saw very early on, you know, my, my parents struggled financially and stuff and mm-hmm. had older siblings that didn't get a chance to go to college. So I was like, just I had to do something to get there and get it there myself. I didn't want to see I didn't want any pressure on them at all. So basically, you know, took the football, made it a part of my life and ended up using football to put myself through school. All right. Word. Yeah. See, now let, 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 me, let me keep it real with y'all out there. Phil. <laughs> uh, fam. It's like I know Carlos. I didn't know that about him, though. <laughs> To be honest with you, yeah. I didn't know that about him. Surprise! Right, 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 right. That's interesting, bro. Yeah, I had a full scholarship over at uh, University of Richmond. It's a Division One football there. And yeah, I know about yeah, it. Yeah, Rich, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, played uh, four years there. Uh, actually, five, um, because yeah. I registered in my first year mm-hmm. and had an extra year to come back. So, they asked me my senior year. I was like, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? Yeah. No, no, no. What's the family role? What position did you play? Yeah. <laughs> right? I was a defensive back. You defensive look like back. a defensive, defensive back, back, bro. Yes, right. Linebacker, or uh, like I was like, a, I started out as a cornerback. And yeah, yeah. They put some weight on, mm-hmm. and they put me at safety. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I love to hit people, so yes, indeed. <laughs> it made me a safety. So yeah. nice, nice. But yeah, did it well with that. Gotcha. Well, gotcha. I actually had a small stint in uh, NFL Europe. For a okay. hot second, okay. <laughs> but I was already three years into my career, or whatever. Anyway, so I just okay. said, "Listen, let's go ahead with the sure thing." So, gotcha. So, sure. stay with that. But gotcha. yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, I, like I said, I put myself through school. And what'd you study in school? Uh, I majored in biology pre med. Wow! Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait! Hold on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who wait knew? Defensive back, right? Biology pre med. Right. Hey, we got we got a guest on here for y'all today, fam. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah, it was my since I was little, my dream was to be a pediatrician. I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. And uh, it changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was funny how it changed too. It was uh like I said, I, I had five years, so I had an extra year of college. Mm-hmm. So after I finished that year playing football, I only had to take one class, you know, mm-hmm. last semester. So I started working. So I was working at um like this cable company and I met this attorney. And she asked me the same thing. Hey, what'd you major in? I said, biology. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I was a doctor a year ago. Mm. I'm like, wait, wait a minute, you're a doctor a year ago, and now you're an attorney? So she was like, yeah, I was sued so much that she learned the law. Learn- <laughs> 
and, and then, then went and into then, law. Right. And then at that time, insurance for doctors were pretty high. So she said she couldn't mm. even afford to be a doctor. Mm. so wow. scared the crap out of me i said okay you know what let me just stick to wow. what i'm doing right now and um gotcha. yeah, took a little turn to the financial services right at the end so okay interesting yeah. brother that yeah. is an interesting had path that yeah, a pivot yeah. that wasn't a major pivot that was as, as steve Hart would say that wasn't my big jump oh, okay. <laughs> it was coming um gotcha. as a matter of fact that right after college i graduated and you know, we didn't know what we were doing, none of my roommates. So we decided to get a house and the four of us steal this yeah. room. Um, I was working with a cable company going out and knocking on doors in rural areas. Wow. Yeah, to try and get them to sell satellite cable. Okay. Um, well, my other roommates were enjoying after college life and partying still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it was crazy. I kept coming in at like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I remember one night I just got fed up. I came in. It was about 1030. I was going to hit the bed, maybe hang out. They would get ready to go out. I couldn't mm. do it. I said, I'm done. No, I literally, right. at 11 o'clock at night, packed my car up, everything I owned, hit yeah. the highway, and was in New Jersey. Um, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. five, six hours later. Right. Um, a friend of mine had told me, like, yeah, you got to come up here. All the major companies are up here. Gotcha. Mm. So this was a week before, and I was like, ah, I'll think about it. I did look at a house where they you know, had rooms to rent. So that night, I just, I said, you know what, I'm young. If I, hey, if I mess up, I can always go back to North Carolina. Right. My family's right, going right. to be there for me. <clears throat> so I took the jump and packed my car. And about four o'clock in the morning, I ended yeah. up at the lady. I'm calling the lady, hey, is that room still open? She's like, yeah, just come on. So went, got a room. Two weeks later, I was, uh, well, I was there and I got a job with uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers. But uh, I ended gotcha. up there, no job, <laughs> nothing. But, oh, wow, that's a so serious, it was a gamble. Leap, a serious <laughs> it was a jump. leap of faith, yeah, right? Let's, yeah. let's take some time to acknowledge the, the leap of faith. <laughs> yes, you have to. Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely a life. You know, fam, you know, all of us essentially face that moment. Yeah. And you either make the choice to make the leap. Mm-hmm. Right. And let's let us because I I know everybody sitting at this table. I know it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's yeah. never easy once you make the leap. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't let us lie to you. We ain't gonna tell you that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But we also do know if you don't make the leap, then you go yeah. right back to that cycle that you were in previously. Exactly. And then you just come to the conclusion that you should have made the leap. Yeah. Right. So yeah. with that said, fam, fam, with this brother's story, with Carlos's story, all we want to tell you in this moment is. Take the damn leap. Yeah. Take the leap. You have to. <laughs> Take right. the leap. Because yes. on the other side of that scared chi- inner child mm. is right. success. And yeah. so, yeah, I must say, take yeah. that leap. And something even worse than that, really, if you take the leap and fall, something worse than that is if you don't take it. Yes. And then look back on it later and was like, God, I wish I wish. Mm-hmm. That moment's, that's terrible. That's I've had one of those before and I was like, ah, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. I'm going to take the leap. Do it. So you have to do Just that. Do it. You have like to Nike. do it. Do it. <laughs> That's right. Just do, Just do it. it. <laughs> yes. So, Carlos, tell us a little bit about yep. the birth of DCRG. DCRG. Where ah, that came from? What? Good. Yeah. What? How did that? How did that baby form? Very interesting way because, like I said, I ended up in New Jersey at Price Waterhouse Coopers. They're an accounting firm. Okay. And. I was just uh, like I was a special subject matter expert on 401ks. It was a very low paid job. Nope. I took what I could when I first got there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, worked there for about a year. And then, you know, I marketed, well, put my resume out there in Citigroup. Um, had a marketing job internally there. The mm-hmm. last position opened. The lady was hired to come in and, and fill the team. So 
she was tired. She's like, hey, just come on. All right, you got it. All right, cool. <laughs> cool. All right. Thankfully. Right. In there, so so I get in and I'm with Citigroup and it was an internal sales desk. And basically it's a role that you don't know about. It's not something that they teach in school. You can mm-hmm. learn about. Mm-hmm. So end of the day, um, the the transition from that is usually you work in that job maybe three to four years and mm-hmm. you go to what they call an external wholesaler, which is like a vice president. And you take over a certain territory and you're living a good life. Gotcha. gotcha <laughs> Six figure gotcha, base gotcha. salary plus commissions. And so it was pretty <clears> nice. So did that. Um, we did really well internally there. And yeah. seven years later, it took me a little bit longer. Um, and I always say it's because this position, um, typically the external wholesaler position, mm-hmm. um, you find it's filled with people who look like, I always say like Christopher Reeves, you know, the, the super mega, yeah, you know, the six mm-hmm. foot the clean cut. Christopher okay. Reeves before the accident. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> or the women are very, you know, very, this is very professional in the eye candy, let's call it that way. Uh, I got you. Gotcha, but long as gotcha. short is I didn't fit the role. Mm. from a visual standpoint yeah so anyway no big deal um but you know somebody said hey we need to fill a quota okay oh so i knew hey yeah, i knew cool. yeah. I, whatever <laughs> I say, the, the biggest mistake you can make for <laughs> me is was back let, then right let, right back then say let me in the door and they right. did so um anyway i interviewed 25 people um it was the external position it, a few of them had come open already because like i said three to four years is really when to look before you move and I had people that I brought in and trained and they went out in the field before me. I just didn't want those. Um, but the state of Florida came open. Mm. Now, everybody's like, man, I should have waited because yeah, everybody wants this position in Florida. Of course. <laughs> Not Michigan. But, but, everybody but, wants positions in Florida. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what ended up happening was um, yeah, I interviewed and you know, out of 25 people ended up getting a job. And I think it was one of those things where it was scary for me. I just bought a house, built a house in New Jersey. Oh, it was wow. there less than a year. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those deals where it was a position that was open, but I'd already did my research and mm-hmm. found out that the two people that had the state of Florida before me mm-hmm. only yeah. lasted a year before they got fired. Oh. Because out of 23 of the territories, it was last in production. So gotcha, gotcha, at this point, gotcha. um, built a house. I was recently married. I'm a son, young son at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I took a gamble. Yeah. You know, I took a gamble. I would say I came home after the interview because my wife was like, nah, I don't interview for that. She didn't want to move, but she was from New Jersey. Ah. So she got tired of me asking. And I said, look, Florida just came open. And she was like, I'll oh, just go ahead. She thought they weren't gonna, weren't gonna hire me. <laughs> yeah. She just had tired of me asking, so right. I did. And I remember coming home and I'll say, "Hey, pack up, we're going to Florida." And I just remember her face. She was just, it was just this look like, "Oh, my, are you serious?" Like, yeah, we're about to bail. Wow, but it was worth another it. leap. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. So, but I just remember, and it's something that it's a lesson I always tell my son too is that that I, knowing going into that scenario, mm-hmm. um, the high probability. That mm. it wasn't gonna last more than a year. Mm-hmm. I had all the odds of getting gets me. Right. So I literally said in 2003, I was like, "Listen, <clears throat> we're here in Florida. Mm. We're living in an apartment. We're gonna build a house because it was <laughs> we sold at the height of the market. The other one, so we were ready to do that. Yeah. But the other day, I told him, I said, "Listen, Florida's nice. Beaches all over the place. For two years, I said I won't do anything. I don't want to go to the beach. I don't want to go Disney. None of that. We right up the road from Disney. Yeah. And wow. literally for two years, I mean, I think we went to the beach twice." 
in two years just to take Christmas presents. I mean, Christmas pictures rather mm. of the car. But at the end of the day, I just put it on and grind and just put the blind in. And I think I was there the first six months. I brought it from like 23rd position up to 12. Ooh. And then every year after that, I was no, uh, I finished no less than third. Like I was a top three sales gotcha. every single year. Gotcha. So it was just, but it took a lot. It took a lot. That's so awesome. a lot of praying, a lot of, you know, the whole yeah. night. So, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, so it was, uh, that's what got me down here. And okay. I guess the answer to how DCRG forum was right, right. this role, basically I, you know, I flew around the entire state of Florida, okay. just meeting with um, financial advisors. And okay. training them on their business on the clients and how to approach their business on the clients about how to set up corporate plans, like retirement plans for them. Okay. okay. So I would design it, you know, for all the employees and stuff, set it up. So that was my job. I was given a nice salary, a budget to entertain them, right. go do a presentation. Mm -hmm. But what it did was they didn't want to go and talk to the clients. So they asked me to do it. So I would go in and present with them to the board or to the business owners gotcha. all around the state of Florida. Every week I'm flying out. Now what it did was the first part, it introduced me to a lot of businesses and a lot of different industries. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I would say was the biggest result was um, I got to know people and their needs because that was mm -hmm. the first phase of what I did. Mm -hmm. And I noticed after about three or four years, everybody had the same, there's one common need. Yeah. Like, like it was always about money, like costs, of budgets. Of course. of course. So everybody during August, September of the year, mm -hmm. everybody's finalizing their budgets, mm -hmm. their books, and they know how much they have for this year and, and next year. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was always a concern. So I'm looking at this and I start realizing that that company's services can help that company service save money. Mm. And as, as I'm more bouncing around the different industries. Yeah. Gotcha. So at the end of the day, I'm taking all this in. So I say, you know what? Let me form a company. All right. Where my primary initiative is to save these businesses money ah, to keep their doors open. Ergo. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. There you go. Cost reduction. There you go. Cost reduction. Group. So, yeah. Nice. And so right now the company has, I have about 144 contracts with companies that have agreed to give me their product or services at no cost. Okay. So I can give it to these <clears throat> business owners I'm meeting with at no cost. So wow. it's a win-win on both wait, sides. Wait, wait, what? Yes. Wow. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. That's crazy. <laughs> that is. So you're just yes. like the liaison. Yes. All right. But I'm gotcha. paid. But, I'm but paid. you're paid. paid liaison. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, gotcha. And I, and I say that because you know, a lot of people are like, well, how, how do you make money? That's, mm -hmm. the, you know, you're getting it for free and you give it to the free. So how do you make money? I was yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I get it. That's that's the Colonel Sanders secret sauce. I mean, it's recipe, <laughs> but yeah. it's doable. I will say this though: this we're in 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to businesses and business owners, we're still in a bothering age. I, I, you took the thought right out of my yeah. head. It's I figured still, that's essentially what yes, it is. It's still a bothering yes. age. Um, yeah, and it, it's that's the essence of the company. So I've been able to go in and meet with companies and right. say, "Hey, look." I know you're spending X on this, mm -hmm. right? Gotcha. So you don't have to spend X on this because I know if you do, listen, I don't mind, all right? Because I'm <laughs> like this. I'll tell you the secret sauce. I'll tell you what I'm doing. No one's going to do it or work harder than me at it. Right. You know, right, so, right. but you can work as hard. That's yeah. fine. I'm good with it. So, you know, I've gone to companies and say, hey, look, what are you spending on your advertising? Right. All right. Or you already know less than 10% of that, um, the advertising, the flyers, the newspapers, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Less than 10% is going to end up in the decision maker's hands. Gotcha. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what if I can guarantee you 100% of the time that 
you'll get your marketing stuff in front of a business owner, decision makers, mm-hmm. like the owner, HR, mm-hmm. controller. Gotcha. And I've been able to do that. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. So they was like, okay, that makes sense. So, okay, you pay me a percentage of your marketing budget. Right. I'll get you in front of business owners and show you proof that it's there and your mm-hmm. stuff was offered. So it snowballed after that. Excellent. I hope y'all heard that though. I mean, if, if listen, when, when you, when you see this tape, mm-hmm. run it back, pay attention to this part. <laughs> the tape, like, not the tape. The tape. When they, the tape when they run, anyway. it's, the, it's the MP3. Right. Right. Yeah. The digital copy. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, um, because, because yeah. I, I, I respect uh, what you just said, you know, you yeah. don't want to spill too many beans about it because again, this is your, the secret right. sauce to your business. Mm-hmm. But, Again, uh, but you being so so gracious as to right. share that yes. though yep. that is that was the nugget right there, folks. It is in case you, you I just want to emphasize it. <laughs> in case you, you missed, if you it. if you ran to the bathroom, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, put something in the microwave, whatever it was. This is the part you want to run back, right? right? <laughs> run back. True. But yeah, it's true. Sauce. But yeah, it's really blossomed to. Uh, I mean, it's really rewarding just in general because a lot of people are starting businesses and there's knowledge is one side of it um, that they miss and cause their doors to close. The other side is really just the cost aspect of it. They mm-hmm. really don't understand the financial piece of it and how to manage the finances. And that's what closes their doors. Mm-hmm. So the crux of it is, OK, let's come in and let's help you first show you ways to reduce your costs. Mm-hmm. Right. And then once we got that down to a science, OK, now we'll do some of the other things. That'll keep your doors open. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And that's right. what it's blossomed to, how to market it. Because now I'm meeting with all these companies. And like I said, I'm meeting with this company saying, hey, you know, I got a client over here that does this. I do that. Let <laughs> me put you guys together. All right? No, that's and beautiful. That's, that's how, so it's, it's starting to blossom a lot of different things. It seems now. like a very easy concept. Yes. It, it is. It, is. <laughs> it does. It's not, it's not rocket science, but it's, it takes some work. I mean, it took yeah. me, I say, honestly, about six years to get all 144 contracts. Um, but it, you know, I had more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had to cut back Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's some, you just don't want to do certain contracts, but at the end of the day, all these contracts, all within the financial services industry. Um, and I I like the byproduct of my experience in doing this is that, uh, and I kind of, what I do with project in is you can take any business, I don't care what it is. Mm. And you can integrate that into a different aspect of, like, say, the financial services business. Like, mm-hmm. we just had a young lady that did a spotlight on Project Ann, where she does microblazing for her eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. never thought that that could be something you can introduce into the financial services industry. Gotcha. Well, how's that? Right. Well, you know, there's financial advisors who every year, you know, they need to buy gifts for their clients. Mm-hmm. They need True. to, you know, like right now they buy bottles of wines for their mm-hmm. clients. Um you know, holidays, birthdays and stuff for their, their spouse or their significant other. True. How about offering that? Mm-hmm. So we'll open that door to those people to do that. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's there just ways that you can integrate it all there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. You know what that tells me? That means people need to go holler at Project Ann. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's really Ding, 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 ding. You know what I mean? You need like a bell sound right there. <laughs> <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Facts. Yeah, and so that is um, just the, the the overall concept of that. Mm-hmm. It seems you know I'm not um, I'm not as let me just be, be straight, straightforward with it. 
especially in your field, I'm nowhere near mm-hmm. as accomplished as you are in the field. Oh, no. <laughs> right? no, no, no. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, as far as being an entrepreneur, I know what that looks like, right? Right, right. And I'll also, I also know what it looks like from a very realistic standpoint, like you said, not, not necessarily uh, textbook entrepreneurism. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like real feel, real deal in the field, mm-hmm. having to network and having to sit down in rooms and make right. some, you know, some, some negotiations, some, right. some, uh, some, some type of dealing to where it seems so unconventional. Right. You see what I'm right. saying? Right. It's, and it's like, you'd be surprised how yeah. much, um, those are the things that usually make deals yeah. happen behind the scenes. It's, right. Yeah, it's right. all about being organic and, and authentic. Exactly. People really yeah. do want to see your true self. Facts. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. I think once you become that, once you kind of maybe, you know, yeah. undo your tie, loosen your tie <laughs> right. a little <laughs> bit, you know, have yeah. a drink, you know, talk, be a little bit vulnerable. That's when you show that you're not a robot. You know what right. I mean? People right. 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 tend to be a little less uptight, I think, about the whole situation. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. You definitely have to be organic and authentic. Yeah. And I, that is something that I, I truly have seen. A lot of people who think of these big corporations and the owners and things like that, they often think they're this. You know, a, a different type of individual, a robot, yes. right? Yes. And they're <laughs> not an android, and they they're not. a human living, just, breathing, yes, putting yes. their pants on the same way, putting yes. their shirt and socks and shoes, yeah, yeah driving. Right. I mean, you know, and many of them don't even like to be approached that way. Fact, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the ironic part. We were trained and teaching more. Oh, you got to be polished yeah, and stuff. You probably talk to an overly professional, right? And you're just like everybody else. But the one person that comes in and they're just so different, that's the person that they they, they tag into. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And we, I think we can all say this as business owners. When when somebody approaches us with whatever it is that they want, right? <laughs> right? Because right. mm-hmm. they, they want something. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want something. That's fine. Right. I understand that. This is a law of exchange. I get that. So, right. But when it's just just overzealous on the professional end. And it's like you say, it's yeah. like they just push pushing at you that they know this particular information or, right. Right. you know, but and that's mainly it. It's like, yeah, right. I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this. So let's link. And I'm like, okay. Um, but what you, what you haven't really did is, is connected with me. Truth told is, yeah. you know, truly, truly tell me, you know, cause mind you, we run these businesses and we're people running the businesses. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. T- like, like for real, sit down with me, open up so I can see what type of person you are. Cause I, now I can really see how your business runs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cause you know, you what, know I mean? what that person's all about. Exactly. And that's yeah. important there too, because one thing that, um, you really got to get to know people mm-hmm. to really do business with them. And right. in corporate America, they always taught, Hey, when you start the meeting, you walk in, you look around the room, all right? There's a big fish on the wall. You talk about, Oh, that's a great good fish. Did you catch that yourself? <laughs> that's the kind of break the ice kind of conversation. Right, 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 um, right. After so many years, the, most business owners are in tune to that. Exactly. Right? And it yeah. gets annoying. Right. Yes. Uh, especially if they see in three or four people come in and exactly. talk about the thing. Mm-hmm. So, but it is an important concept from the standpoint that, you really have to know how people make their decisions, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're going to ask them something, you got to ask it the right way. But yeah. you got to know yeah. how they make the decision. Now, what I did was a little different. Um, I would go in doing the same kind of concept. like, But my question would be more, I'd look around the room and like, I'll give you an example of a guy, b- big company, right in an airport down in Miami. Um, but I'm looking around and there's the fish on the wall and all of a sudden the bear <laughs> and he's hanging. And so I see a picture, you know, looks like his daughter in college. She's got Florida on it. 
It's like, oh, it's like, uh, you're a Florida, Florida fan? Oh, yeah, my daughter went there. Yeah, she went to school there. So my question to him was, oh, how did she? How did you guys come up with that decision that she chose Florida over Miami? Oh, I got you. All right, so then yeah. he's like, oh, well, we, we kind of let her go and make her decision and stuff. It was her life, her decision or whatever. So now what that told me was this. This is the most one of the most important assets in your life. This yeah. is your daughter. Mm-hmm. This is right. a major decision. And, and what you decided was you're gonna let her, her do make it. A decision. So <laughs> when we before we started the meeting, I said we were talking about 401k plan, and I'm competing against two other guys who are outside. I said, okay, I say, you know, I know you make the decision, but um, is, do you, is the head of your HR here? He mm-hmm. said, well, yeah. I said, do you mind having her in here for the meeting? He was like, sure, let me see if she's available. So he go grabs her and then I asked her, hey, can you get the uh, the person that works with you in HR? Yeah, mm-hmm. great. So I got the three of them. And why I did that is because I know most CEOs on that level, mm-hmm. they'll hear you. They say, yeah, I make the final decision. But as soon as you finish presenting and you leave, they're going to go. They're going to turn to the person and say, hey, what do you think? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And because you're going to be dealing with this all day long. You know, exactly. I've got a company to run. Mm-hmm. Right. This is your department. So what do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you think, you got, do you so, think it's feasible? Yes, that's how I got the meeting. <laughs> that business anyway. So it's just about figuring out how people make decisions. Mm-hmm. And and that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. I mean, years and years ago, people used to go, well, Carlos, you're such a, you know, you're such a people person. You know, people are all my life. <laughs> that was cool. But I got tired of it. Like six years, I was like, I'm tired of people saying I'm a you know, people's person. I said, I want to be a master of people. All right. So what I just did was I took a lesson from one of my friends. It's like, just stop and start paying attention. Don't talk. Just listen. Yes. So I just start listening and paying attention to people and observing them and how they behave in certain environments. Right. Right. And you learn so much from that. And over the last five, six years, it doesn't take me very long to kind of look at somebody in a certain environment, get them in another environment. I kind of know a lot about them already. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey. Hey, y'all getting some yeah. game right now. Hey, the no. secrets. The secrets. No, yeah. <laughs> no, what were we going to say, bro? What were we going to say? I'm, I'm my bad. My bad. Go ahead. No, you're good. Yeah. I was just going to kind of tie that into, because I know we talked about, um, you know, financial literacy and how, and who mm. needs it. And so yeah. just kind of segueing more, more towards what that means or what that has meant mm. for you and, um, yeah. You know, and how that play comes into play with cost with uh, the definitive cost reduction group. group. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. One thing I did realize as I'm going and meeting these companies and getting all the knowledge from them is that everything I was learning from that, when I'd been close to learning that in college, right. <laughs> none of this was in college. No. So, um, so I'm doing what society says, do you know, go to school, mm-hmm. go to college, mm-hmm. graduate, you'll be fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did that role yet. When I went through that, I'm still learning more stuff outside of that. Yes. You know, so I'm learning more from these business owners and how to really conduct business and how you have to negotiate business that never was taught about in school. Right. So for me, it's, it was a signal that, hey, I'm already out of college and I'm just getting this. So I can't imagine my nieces and nephews and stuff and they're coming up. Right. Can you imagine if they had this information in their hands at an early age? age. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's where I was like, you know, we need to start doing that. Yeah. Um, and just as an aside, we, we did start doing it. We actually have, and I recommend everybody do this. If you have family still out there, whether you hate them or not, <laughs> get yourself, uh, especially now, your schedule once a month to start doing a family call, conference mm-hmm. call, <clears throat> just so you can share, you know, with and, be, and keep in touch. 
uh, with gotcha. your family because so much knowledge comes out of there, even from the financial literacy standpoint. Gotcha. Um, it started out with our family in that uh, we started some point during the generational uh, switch to a very much a matriarchal type of uh, family mm. instead of the, the men. So mm-hmm. I was looking at the men and the nieces, I mean, the nephews and stuff and some of the bad decisions I was making. I'm like, listen, yeah, yeah. you know, the, uh, the original six, uh, I'm the youngest of the original six. I said, hey, listen, let's every month we're going to get together and get a conference call and all the men of the family have to be on that call. Yes. We have no choice. Gotcha. And it's just an open dialogue. We just simply talk, talk, and it was amazing what came out of it. And the two aspects was the financial literacy aspect of it. We start giving them information now early on mm-hmm. and it's now blossoming so much so that we've got, I went in high school, had his own home and had it, you know, rented out, um, you know, that, that kind of thing. And, wow. you know, yeah. so that's um, incredible. Yeah. So it's just one of the things I recommend everybody to do because the financial, as far as learning and stuff, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be taught in the traditional no, school sets. Not. not at all. So we have to take responsibility of that and then take responsibility at an early age. So our younger generation start bringing that up. It's so what bothers me, I think, most is that we know this and it's 2021 (laughs) and the stuff is still (laughs) the shit is still being taught. Right. You know, I mean, it's getting better, quote unquote. Right. But at the end of the day, and I think because and I'm going to finish my thought, but I think that with the pandemic, the pandemic. I think that has opened opportunity for us to really get back to our, you know, the basics. And then we can incorporate, now we can incorporate it because a lot of people are, a lot of children are still not in schools, right? Right, right. They're still at home, right? Being taught and homeschooled. And I think that um, that's like prime opportunity opportunity, you know what i mean to really start diving in and letting the kids know you know hey right this is what you're not gonna learn in school so let's you know and some some of the people just learning with their kids right or can learn with their kids because it's not taught in school so i think it would be yeah perfect time to be able to start having some more you know financial literacy yeah and that has been ideal because i had a friend that just that, that very thing, took advantage of COVID. Basically, they were going to work, uh, study from home. So they structured it. They said, okay, you're going to spend the first two or three hours after school now mm-hmm. doing your schoolwork. Mm-hmm. These next two hours, I'm I'm teaching you. Like, yeah, yeah. This is the things that you're not learning. Exactly. Right. So, and it's just become a pattern for them. And I thought, I said, that's genius. It is. That's genius. These are the same people that they took their, you know, seventh grader and start putting them in the class and take the, um, SATs mm-hmm. in high school, starting in the seventh grade, you take the SAT with the high schools every year. They don't care if you bomb. At the end right. of the day, it was, it was genius because now, when you when it matters, when you're a wow. junior in high school, exactly. it's gonna you it's gonna be it. a breeze, He's, right? The nerves about you know take it is gone. It's gone. It's repetition. So genius. Yeah. We got to get it early. It's gonna be a breeze. Absolutely. That's what's up. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's so important. Um, and even I think um, just kind of caveating or pivoting, if you will, to, mm-hmm. you know, we talked earlier about, you know, black owned businesses. Well, um, mm-hmm. entrepreneur entrepreneurship, right. um, there are small micro businesses and black owned yeah. businesses that, you know, we're tr- here we are struggling and trying to 
create something, you know, right. from scratch or just reinvent the wheel or whatever the case may be. Right. And we don't even know about financial literacy right. because it, right. because again, going back to not being taught in school. So right. we're trying to create generational wealth for ourselves right. without the correct tools to create the generational right. wealth, right. you know? Yes, and so it, that's, that puts us in a rat race. You know what I mean? It still keeps us, you know, behind the curve behind our white counterparts because we don't know we still don't know you right, know right, and right, if exactly. we're all in the community just not knowing kind of walking blind bumping heads up against yeah, yeah. each other you know <laughs> right. statistics show that you know a brand new business fails and within fi- the first five first, years right, right? exactly so yes. and the and i i'm almost 100 percent positive that it's because we don't financially know what the heck's Correct. going on oh that's for sure yeah. i can say you it know? from experience the books right. oh yeah right. well there that's you right. go you know yeah. the books yeah. you that's don't know good. what the heck you're doing yeah, yeah. you just I'm, out here willy-nilly you don't know how to pay yourself you don't know right. how to put money aside for for insurance and for taxes and fees and you know your your um your CEUs. You know if if that's something if you're in the field of you know mm. where you have to continue get continuing education credits. Right. You know you're gotcha. just pulling that out of whatever the profits you think that you're that making, you but you, that you, you don't know what it is because right. you haven't put a, money aside. You you're right. not privy to all of that. And I'm I am a product of that. You know mm. I'm I'm learning all of this. You yeah. know as a new business owner. Um. I'm learning about all of, you know, I'm still learning financial literacy and I'm 38 years old. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing to a certain extent. I I feel you. But you don't know what you don't know. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So when you know better, they said the saying goes, when you know better, you do better. Supposed to do better. Supposed to. at least. So it's very humbling, but um, it's infuriating to a certain extent as well, because it's like, why didn't I know this? <laughs> right. Why yeah. didn't I know this? But then the person who raised me didn't know. Exactly. Right, exactly. That's exactly. And the person who raised her didn't know. Right. Exactly. So right. I can't, who, how am I yeah. at fault? You yeah. know what I mean? So it's right. not my fault. And I have to realize that too. And everybody needs to realize that. Like, yeah, it's, it's not your true. fault. It's not you know fault. what I mean? And you know what? Um, uh, going back to the idea of what you said, Carlos, is getting mm-hmm. on the phone with your family. Yes, right? that's... Uh, that's, that, that's very paramount right. um um not necessarily in contrast but an alternative to that let's say because we know some of our families are very jacked up mm-hmm. right um <laughs> that's a great say, well, that's a nice both, way of putting it both y'all say, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very very nice way of putting um, it <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting to i'm getting to some light at the end of the road on this, you know? right. um show us the light brother <laughs> in the in, in this, y'all already noticed though because i'm about y'all mm-hmm. in the event that you know you have a family let's just say they you know maybe with sharecroppers or something right right they may not know anything about running their own business so another right. because again because what we're all telling you here is guys that um business uh expertise is right. usually generational too mm-hmm. right when you look right. at like, let's just say when we look at different cultures it doesn't matter if it's the uh the guys who own the uh corner store right Mind you, now we all in our 30s and 40s. When we was young, right. they daddy was running it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now they right. running it. They, they about the same age and height we are now. <laughs> right. You feel me? Right. Now, now, interesting thing about this, we don't really put a lot of observation on it. But now that the son is running it or mm-hmm. the grandson is running it, right. he has one to two generations of business knowledge right. behind him now. That's right. Yep. And it's perfected. You wonder why he ain't in one o'clock in the morning. 
is because that is technically a a generational discipline when it comes to running business. Mm -hmm. But that's that. Um, Any event that you don't have that. Because right. a lot of us don't. A lot of us are what we would consider. I don't have the corner right. store generation. <laughs> Sorry, right. or, or or even the like you said, like the, the family dynamic behind it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us are what we would consider first generation entrepreneurs. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and people who are maybe third, fourth, fifth generation entrepreneurs, they are very aware well of this. Aware of this. Right. But again, getting to my point. If you do not have the family dynamic for that, mm-hmm. then you got to find a group like Project A. Exactly. Point blank period. <laughs> exactly. You have to. Yes. You have to. Yep. Because, um, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and in this world right now, we all know this. Now, this is a little bit more speaking from a family or let's just right. say friends level. Right. We know that we find some of, some of our best buddies. And right. you know what I mean? In yeah. this particular type of situation, mm-hmm. they right. become family all of a sudden. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yep. You know what I mean? So um, if you if you wherever you are in the world uh, and even if you even if you got some business knowledge, it don't matter. It don't right. hurt to get around a circle. Oh, you have to. Right. You have <laughs> you to. Have to. You have to. At this Gotta point. surround yourself yeah. with like-minded folks. That's right. We'll tell you that one right here, right now. Because yeah. you, 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 you damn sure can't do it on your own. This, right. this you know by now, right? Very true. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. You can, but it might take you a little minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you said Good it, luck. Yeah, right? Good luck. Exactly. <laughs> well, you said a very interesting thing, too, is that, you know, our older generations were used to what we call today is the, the hustle. They were, yes. they were grinding. They were right. used to it. That was nothing to them. Yeah. And you, you talk to some of my friends now, like, oh, these new generations, they soft. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Because they're so, entitled. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we, when you look at that business, every business you know, everybody's saying the same thing. You're going to have to grind. You're going to have to put the time in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know, you really have to, that's a dying thing with these new generations. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's important that we keep the older generations involved when communicating with the yes. generation. So like when I talk about our, our family call, we have our old our old heads on there, mm-hmm. and you say, "Listen, you are leading this. We just want you to talk about you, talk about your life, because it's important that they see yes. what they went through, exactly. that grind and stuff, so they get that instilled in them. Wow, he did it. He survived it. Now he can sit. No, because that's important today if you want to really make your business run. Because at the end of the day, it's will versus skill. Facts. So yeah. it's a lot of people getting the skill." But don't have the will exactly, mm-hmm. and their business is not doing anything. Oh yeah, I mean, the will can get you yes. there well, without you the, the skill, skill or not. You right, know, and that's right. And you know, honestly, that's what this generation is is more is built on. Right, they will. They're so Almost. determined, you yeah. know what I mean? And plus they come out the womb with a cell phone, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Like babies on. are on cell phones. Like right. technology is so advanced that you know young kids are using them now like exactly. we, i didn't have right. a cell phone in high school what right i got a pager nah, right so, <laughs> right i know them, some people no, that no, might be listening now don't even know what that is about that. so yeah i had a pager and my me and our my friends we had codes you know what i mean yeah. codes yes yeah, so but anyway right. i digress um <laughs> so i say that to say that the focus is get that money yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. get yeah. that paper by mm-hmm. any means for them you know right. so 
people are not these this generation is not about loyalty towards a job right right, right no yeah. one's doing 20 Definitely. 30 nope. year, 40 years on a job nah, right you're doing maybe one or two, two years, years on a years, job years. and then boom <laughs> right. pro- promotion exactly. or progression to the next so off to the next you right. know so it's all about getting that paper and then you need Mm-hmm. eight streams of income at this yeah. point yes. you know what i mean yes, so do. people are doing you know drop shipping and yes. you know car advertising people are renting cars and putting advertising on and driving it and making yep. money doing that people are doing yeah. uber right. and lyft and you right. know yeah. this that and the third and so it's i mean it's it is mm-hmm. mind-blowing the difference the shift just from our generation yeah. to the current generation yes yeah. yeah man it blows my mind it and blows it, my mind and if you can match that so imagine all that technology mm-hmm. and the knowledge they had but you match that with the will with of the our will. older generation mm-hmm. exactly oh my you, god you, <laughs> you literally took the yeah. thought right Sorry. out of my head because yeah. y'all both brought Blending up points that, mm-hmm. that that i don't just want to touch on yeah um like 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 you say Emily, <clears throat> they coming out the womb with cell phones it's like yes. not, not straight up i mean and I, I don't have to like you know over reiterate it but Y'all know, y'all seeing like literally three year old, right. four year olds oh, yeah. operating yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, my yeah. nephew, he's four. He's, he's right. And he know how to he operate the whole damn I mean. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and and also, like you say, what I'm what I'm starting to notice, and just just to get really, really gully, um, <laughs> to be straightforward, what I'm noticing about the younger generation, they not entirely different from us versus you know, yeah. from the from us, you know, doing some 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 not necessarily. Uh, completely kosher legal stuff right, right? <laughs> so now that they have access to technology yeah. they pull at some stuff yeah and i'm like whoa right uh right. I, I ain't gonna snitch on y'all on the show but there's just <laughs> different stuff that they're yeah. doing with this technology where they are yeah. able to get money yeah right yeah. um <laughs> but so like you say the will is there Mm-hmm. The will is there. It's yeah. like, and and to some extent, it's, it's a little bit easier to make the money, whatever. Right. But but like you say, but where also some integrity comes in, yeah, is talking to that older generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I ain't gonna lie, like take for instance, I got a I got a, like an example. Um, we my my our, our nonprofit organization, we're linking with a, uh, a a black developer who's actually from Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm from. Yeah. But uh, he moved out to L.A. and he's like, uh, his group has like developed like you know billions of dollars worth of stuff. Right. You see what I mean? And so mind you, I tell him I'm from Nashville. Now he locked on to me, and I'm cool with that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. now I know I'm finna get all of this. This, this old head is finna dump this knowledge. Right. Me, right. Right. Um. Very very sharp. Yeah. He he has to be in his seventies. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. But you're talking about like 40 years worth of development knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. see what I mean? Yeah. And and now even though I have some experience in the field, is is and I was, you know, to some extent I was thinking he's gonna say some stuff that I already know and I'm just gonna kinda tweak it. Right, right. <laughs> right. But nah. There was the, there was some things that he's you know he's you know been keeping up with to this day that right. he was only going to do his way from his old school perspective mm-hmm. and it's right. still completely valid right mm-hmm. you see what yep. I mean so with that being said we know that our our older generation has skill sets now because mind you and, and and I'm saying this to y'all the people mm-hmm. that's listening <laughs> right. um, the listeners the listeners uh, you know your children. Right. When they when they listen to some of the, these older generations with the type of 
structure that they were used to building in their time. Right. They had a totally different level of discipline and structure that they dealt with versus mm-hmm. our generation and then yeah. the ones after us. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's where the majority of the gap, or, or I'm sorry, where, where the where the, the platform for where the bridge can be built is right. because, you know, these, these youngins, they don't really have a lot of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when they say, okay, so, okay, this, this, this old person, he may not know what TikTok is. <laughs> right. Right. But, he might. <laughs> he might. <laughs> right. But, um, but he has a, like a, a, like a, a download in his head. Right. As far as how I can set up the structure to do what I'm doing to the max. Right. You know what I mean? And even more importantly, they they have the knowledge that's gonna of, of those hurdles they had to go through exactly. that they can give to you, yeah, so you don't have those. So, so, yeah, so you, you don't have to reinvent yes, the wheel. Exactly. That's where we had family reunions. Uh, I think I said this before. You rarely saw me hanging out with the kids my age, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. 12, 13 year old. <clears throat> I was always hanging out with the old heads because mm-hmm. I picked up very early on. They're going, or they've been where I want to go. Yeah. So I'm trying to find out everything. I used to listen to them talk and they back and forth with each other and that's picked up so much that i look back on like going through college and some of the things i was like man i remember them talking about this mm-hmm. and it just helped me make the best decision at that time yes, so i wasn't that smart i I, mm-hmm. I just hung with everybody that was my age <laughs> but we did too because i was told to yeah. get out of grown folks business right <laughs> you gotta right. eavesdrop you, you gotta, gotta be a fly on the wall I right sli- <laughs> i wasn't slick with it i guess <laughs> you know i wasn't slick with it yeah staying right in the face mm-hmm. no. right <laughs> All up in the business. Get out of the yeah. business. Go play. Yeah, but I think we we are getting better at it. But I think America for a long time has done a terrible job with, you know, holding our um, our elderly in high regard and respect like mm-hmm. they should be. Right, right. Because we just weren't recognizing the wisdom and knowledge that they could bring that would help us in what we're trying to do. And they, um, and I just they, remember two images I held onto a long time. I remember my mom telling me one time I was still in high school how. You know, she used to um, go with her mom mm-hmm. to, it was probably a sharecropper thing. She would sit there, gotcha. grandma would pick cotton all day long, like 10 hours, 12 hours a day. Golly, I and ain't a, got that kind of Yeah. And oh, this is North you? Carolina. It's a hot oh, too, in wow. South Carolina. So when then at the end of the day, the as a part of their pay, um, because especially when it was cold, they were, the, uh, the owner of the property would give her bags of coal. So she would have one huge bitch bag, a huge bag of cold. Yeah. She would put it on her shoulder and then walk down the street, miles down the street with my mom's hand if she was a little girl and walking her all the way home. Get home, get everything settled, food, everything, and get it right up the next day, like two, three hours later. Two, so three I was, hours I'm thinking later. like, wow, I'm like, how is she doing that? But Yo. the fact that she did it year after year after year, and my mom told me about that, it instilled in me, you know what? That's a work ethic that... It can be done. It can be done. You know, and I was like, I want to do that. Wow. So even so, so that's the kind yeah, of thing yeah. that you look at and you take and you, you realize that, hey, now, you know, I talked to my son, too. He was like, <laughs> I was like, you have no how good you had. I'm exactly. in high school riding a bike miles to the library, exactly. book bag on my back. You know, I got to go in and look at car catalog to find oh, a book, man. sit oh, down man. and car read catalog. it. Do we decimal system? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just to do a report. <laughs> and I'm like, it, yeah. you guys can Google it in five yeah, seconds. Right. I said, if you don't use this technology now to get ahead, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what you. Yeah. 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 So, but, yeah. But those things are important. 
to, to know mm-hmm. those yeah. lessons. Man, the card catalog, the big old yes. long, you pull out and you look at all the cards. Yeah, every right. single yeah, one. I think that was called the wasn't that the Dewey Decimal System? Yeah, right. yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long ago. So so long ago. Wow. Um, wow. So I I, I want to talk about because um, I because I imagine. You know, there's some business owners out there listening to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine it is. Right. Um, back to you got to forgive me. The D- name of the DCRG. DCRG. Sorry, DCRG. Yeah. 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 cost it, reduction. It, yes, it, it just takes a minute for acronyms. That's why I write them down. Right. Um, is 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 there mm. a way, or in other words, um. Can small businesses reach out to you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Please you. do. Because that's the area that we really focus on, on the micro one person all the way up to, you know, it could be five, 600 employees. Gotcha. But the whole idea is if America itself is made up of the micro and middle, uh, medium companies. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, you get your apples and Facebook and all that stuff, but right. the large majority of it is this because mm-hmm. um, it supports our middle class mm-hmm. for the most Absolutely. part. And I don't realize why well, I'm getting off track here, but at the end of the day is um, we're in so much debt to China. Right? No, knows, let's right? get into it. Right. <laughs> let's talk about it. Right. 27 and, right. trillion. And we continue. And you got to ask yourself, well, why would someone continue to deal with you when you entreat? Exactly. Because China, we have something that China doesn't have. Mm. China doesn't have a middle class. All right. True. So yes. our middle class, our micro to small uh, companies that hire our middle class is valuable to them. Yep. So we got to see that same thing. So it's important to keep those businesses open. So how do we do that? You know, the first thing is, like I said, the knowledge aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then the cost. We got to keep the cost low and manageable so those doors stay open. Gotcha. That's the, so that's why when we talk about DCRG, you know, my big part is I want to keep these doors open as much as I can. Um, and I'm going to help you by, you know, cutting costs first. Gotcha. And then we expand to the knowledge aspect of it. And that's where the financial literacy comes in. We want to take these business owners, put them through a three month program. We have, we funded through project and yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. no matter where you are in your business, we're going to start you this program and three months later, you're going to be where you need to be, uh, to be a strong, profitable business. Even if you're profitable now, we can take you to the next level. Gotcha. Because that was going to be my next question. Um, yeah. And I didn't want to be squeamish about it. But yeah, can, is it is it good for startups, basically? Yes. yes. Absolutely. See, so fam, so don't be scared now. Don't so, be scared, right? So if you want to start that business, do it. Take the leap that yeah, we was talking take about. Take the leap. Yes. yes. Take the leap. You will be surprised because we take you from an idea or concept out of your head yeah, yeah. to three months later, you got... A business, a, business. Oh, <laughs> a, a real, business. real running business. Yep, yeah. And they will cool. take it to the next level right after that. Lovely, so beautiful, beautiful, nice, beautiful, nice, beautiful, nice. beautiful, beautiful. DCRG. So, I love. I'm, I'm getting <laughs> what? No, well, the that was good. cost us. But, but one thing I will tell people too, uh, just a little tidbit here, because it, it was the four one k aspect of it. Because companies, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that companies struggle with also is when they have employees. Mm-hmm. How do you retain them? It's just like you know, even yeah. said, mm-hmm. you got these employees who stick one or two years. Yeah, yep. it costs a lot for a company to hang in somebody new, train them like they're supposed to be. So, mm-hmm. how do you keep them? Most people are like, well, we got to pay them more. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily true. That's not. Mm-mm. If you talk to anybody who works for the state, 
you know, yeah. that's been there 30 years, you know, those will see, but they ain't working there because of the pay, no. exactly. but the benefits exactly. are incredible. So they stay there 20, 30 years. So mm-hmm. one way, small companies, two, three, four com- employees, you could put in a corporate retirement plan that will attract those employees and gotcha. keep them. Yeah. And keep them from going down to your competitor because the competitor says we'll pay you 25 cents more. Exactly. But you got a full Ooh. benefits package, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we do. We can put a full benefits package in place for three, four person company that mm-hmm. doesn't cost them anything. Oh, wow. And now you've got something you can go out and market and advertise when you're trying to find those top notch employees. That's wow. going to keep your business open. Got you. So See, those are mine. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Real. Because um, in um, not contrast, just, you know, again, alternatively. Right. When people ask me, uh, how would you, like you say, uh, what would be your idea on retaining um, employees. Say, employees? But, you know, to, but to be honest, you know, my strategy is a bit different, but it's still it's still mm-hmm. relative. Right. right. Um, say, take for instance, you know, regardless of what kind of corporate structure that you're setting up, right? right. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, you have a CEO of a company, right? And they're hiring employees, and they're just willing to pay them a wage. Mm-hmm. Now, right. now, regardless if you know, regardless of how many employees you have, whether it's five hundred or three. Right. Um, basically, what me and Carlos are, are, are saying the same is you have to give your employees some level of equity here. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, to, as far as I'm concerned, a business a benefits package is equity. Yes, it is. You see what You're I right. mean? Absolutely. Like, like straight up, it's an incentive and it's equity. Um, uh, on the other end, what uh, what I would do is, you know, depending on what kind of business that you have, of course. I mean, right. it, it could be good for pretty much any business, but of course, you know. You, some people open businesses with the idea that they only want to operate them for about 10 years. Some right. people do that. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, if you are, especially in today's age, if you are opening up, opening up a business, you, you have to get into the mind state of that you want to offer the people who are really, really mm-hmm. willing to get into the trenches with you and take this, take this down the road for some longevity. Mm-hmm. And you got to give them a percentage of that business. That's, right. that's, 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 that's my, dis- so, what I'm getting at is, say, say you got your an LLC, um, and mm-hmm. it's just so many, so many businesses out there. I don't want to just grab one out there, right. <laughs> but, but um, you know, you you don't have to say, hey, I want you to jump on and be a, par- a partner right away. Of course, you want right. people to right. to show you yeah. that they're right. capable of, you know, you know, right. being a partner in what's essentially your brainchild. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, you, you see what I mean? Yeah. But but straight up, say, hey. Um, Six months, you are in a uh, a position of of uh, not uh, a, a probation or nothing like that. Not a probationer, not a ninety day thing or something like that. Right. But um, you're in a position to 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 acquire a certain percentage uh, percentage of this business after six months. Right. right. So it's kind of like making partner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Partnership. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cause what that does down the line is for people, cause now you have an opportunity to get not only uh, uh, um, your, your check for payroll. Right. But you know, now you also get a percentage of the profits. Right. Just like, so just, like the, just like the CEO do. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. so anyway, saying all that to say this, um, yeah, y'all got some game today, fam. <laughs> y'all got some game right. today. But uh, uh, 
I don't, I don't want to say it out loud. Is he, is he throwing five minutes at us? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take back to We're winding down. down. We're winding down. We're winding down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Either way. Either way. Yeah. So um, I know we talked about business ownership and stuff, and I always mm-hmm. like to tell people this different things. Um, I'm also a big motivational kind of guy too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I had talked to a guy that you know he's a coach of mine, and you know, you always want to be able to. Uh, improve yourself on a regular mm. basis when you're when you're uh, uh, an owner of a company. Right. Um, right a lot of people right. say, "Hey, CEO is the place you want to be." Yeah. Uh, that's the 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 epitome. Um, it's really not. Right. There's there's one more level above that. <laughs> right. And what's that? Yeah, that level is a CVO. 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 So chief the visionary officer. Right. And the reason why you have to be that as a CEO because the CEO is going to get there. They're going to run things, but they're going to have people managing it. That's what it should be. Mm-hmm. It allows you to free yourself up to then think where that company can go next, the exactly. next level. And exactly. one company that didn't really do that well, um, that's just what I'm your name, but let's just say Netflix put them out of business. Yikes. Um, we know who yeah. that is. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was because they said, well, no, we're storefront. We've been around forever. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll yeah, never, yeah. this little streaming thing, I, we're not worried about Video it. Video killed the yep. radio star. Yes, and then it was too late. Yep. And they finally realized, like, oh, we better get on board. And nah. they tried their own. Nah. It was too late. That's too late. Nah. So the CEO needs to say, okay, I haven't made it. There's one more level. Mm-hmm. Become yeah. a chief v- a CVO, the chief visionary officer. Um, so I always say aspire to do that as a CEO. The other thing is to really kind of get out there and realize there's, there's, there's three types of people in this world. People that sit and make things happen. Of course. People that watch things happen mm-hmm. and then people don't know what the hell happened. Exactly. <laughs> right? In fact, they just make sure you're the first one. You're, you're the first one. Not, yes. not even the second oh, one, though. First, first one. one. The first one. Yeah, yeah. You got to do that. Make Absolutely. things happen. Make shit happen. And can't, don't let fear stop you in doing that. For exactly. Sure. For sure. For sure. And if, you, if you're going to be the second or third one, make sure you, yeah, you, you get with the first one. That has your best interest in mind. Right. <laughs> <You see those? laughs> Absolutely. Make sure that's one of your homeboys or homegirls or something. <laughs> right. Like, right. Like, like, like straight up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, so yes. um, how do how does one get in contact with you? What are your socials? Yes, what are your socials? Yeah, do you have a website? <laughs> What's going on there? How can yeah. people get in, yeah. how, how can the folks get, get well, in touch with DCRG? Yeah, actually at this moment up until next week, we'll have the social the network and everything because we had to do some changes in okay. branding and stuff. But right. under construction. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but as of right now, hey, I'll I'm free giving my number out at this oh, point. See, see, that's, <laughs> oh, that's see, that's how y'all know it's real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so be in touch with me. Actually, I'll give you a email to that i'm using that you can use for right now but once we get all the the contracts are in place i got a couple of partners and stuff that i'm working with but at the end of the day dcrg will be finalized again this week uh and back up and running gotcha. uh but my number feel free to just call hey it's 813-203-9134 that's the digit hit them one more time all right 813-913-913-913 that's not even it <laughs> that's 813 813 203 203 9134 9134 All right and actually an email address <laughs> if you guys want the wrong number <laughs> email address email address is c mccain m c c a i n at corp so c o r p is in paul mm-hmm. then the word retirement 
R-E-T-I-R-E-M-E-N-T. And then the last word is plans, P-L-A-N-S dot com. You heard it first (laughs) on the family room. (laughs) Carlos, thanks so much for coming and kind of rapping with us. It was my pleasure. Um, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Must do it again. Absolutely. (laughs) Definitely. So we hope you guys enjoyed the show and got a little tidbit here and there about some financial literacy, about DCRG, um, and about some financial services stuff and how to run businesses and all the inner workings and all that stuff. So we will definitely return next time with some other great tidbits. But as of now, you are now exiting the family room.